People aiming to become full-time traders often quit their job prematurely. Even though trading for a living offers an uncommon freedom, it's essential that you make sure you've developed the necessary skills before telling your employers that they're no longer required. I'm Louise Bedford, the host of the Talking Trading podcast. Each week, we bring you expert trading tactics and strategies so that you can excel in the markets. This week, I'm joined by Christopher Tate, my business partner on our other website, tradinggame.com.au. We're going to discuss what it takes to trade full time. And it's topical as well, because as the co-founders of the Trading Game Mentor Program, we've just opened for bookings on tradinggame.com.au, and we love helping people trade full time and gain back control of their financial future. In the Mentor Program, we teach people to trade confidently and safely, whether they're just beginners or whether they're already a professional in the markets. This is actually the 23rd year that we've been running the course. And because it's a repeat for free course, we've seen traders just like you develop the skills to trade all markets all around the world over every time frame, but using their own trading plan. Welcome to the show, Chris Tate. Thanks, Louise. <laughs> Chris, why do you think it's an advantage to trade full time? I think you alluded to it in your introduction, and that is that the prime thing that trading does for people is it's not that it makes them rich, it's not that it enables them to buy a yacht or a car or whatever they want, it gives them freedom and it gives them control back over their own lives. One of the things that we have learned over the past, let's say, three years, is that uncertainty is the new norm. People now no longer have a degree of certainty that they used to have. We don't take an extreme view, even have the notion that we might have freedom of movement. We couldn't move between states. We couldn't move 5K outside of our suburb. You also, as a consequence of that, did not in any way, shape or form, have freedom over your employment. And now we have this situation where we're in this post-COVID sort of let's call it malaise, where the real impact of COVID on the economy is being felt. And people are now feeling this in their jobs. They're now feeling it in their local businesses, which have disappeared. So the central issue with trading is it gives you back control. It returns the control to you, not somebody else. Mm. And I think there are some pertinent questions that you really do need to ask yourself as a trader before you start to trade full time. It is a big step. And for you to be completely ready, if you can ask yourself these questions in advance, it can really help. So the first one is, have you honed the necessary skills to make money regardless of market conditions? Now, this is so important because we know that the markets go up, down and sideways. And we know that it's they do spend a long time going sideways. So we need to make sure that before we leave our job, we actually have those skills built up so that we can make money regardless of what the market is doing. Otherwise, you could end up eating baked beans instead of going out for amazing 10-course gustation experiences at a restaurant and of course we do want to have those experiences that's so important to us and another question to ask yourself is do you have sufficient 
capital to continue trading, even though you may suffer a string of losses. Now, as traders, we have to be pragmatic and focused. We very much are work ethic oriented, but we can't reject the fact that there will be losses in the market. And sometimes you cluster with those losses. So you need to have a think, can you build your capital and increase your position sizes so that you can actually continue keeping up and excelling past inflation? I think that's something very, very important. And some traders don't think of that before they quit their job. Many traders begin that first few months or even first few years undercapitalized in their trading. And it's really unfortunate because it doesn't have to be that way with a bit of planning and by implementing everything that we're telling you in Talking Trading. it can be an incredibly successful endeavor and you can move directly from your employment base into something that is a very comfortable trading full-time situation. What other questions should traders ask before they get involved as a full-time trader, Chris? I think the pertinent one, and this is another one you alluded to, is not only do you have sufficient capital, it's whether you have sufficient wherewithal technology tools and ideas to hang on to your capital. Because one of one of the central issues that we see with people, and I understand why this occurs, because people are inoculated with ideas such as you simply buy a share and you hold it forever. Unfortunately, the people who espouse that idea have never heard of the expression survivor bias. And what they always do is they point to shares that have stayed around, not gone broke and not disappeared. Well, here's a little fact for you. When the S&P ASX 200 listed in 2001. There were 200 shares. The giveaway is in the name, 200. Of those 200 shares, only 11 still exist. If you had bought those as a sprinkling, you're probably living under a bridge somewhere in a cardboard box. So the issue is, how do you hang on to your capital? Well, you hang on to your capital by a technique we call money management. Implicit within that is the notion of stops. It is this notion that there's no such thing as a good share. All shares are judged constantly as to their worthiness of being held in a portfolio. And once a share is judged to be unworthy, by the simple metric that its price is declining, you get rid of it and you move on from that share to whatever the next one might be. And this is the thing. There's always another one. People misunderstand opportunities in markets. There are always opportunities. You just have to know how to look for them. But more importantly, you actually have to have the money to partake of them. If you've effectively done your dough because you've not engaged stop losses, because you've let losses run away from you, well, then you can't play. And this is the notion that also is problematic for people who want to move to full-time trading. If you've not been able to, in some way, shape or form, stem any losses that occur, then what actually happens is you don't have enough money to trade full time. And I understand it's every, no, I won't say it's everybody's goal, but it is an end point for many people that they want to trade full time. They want that ultimate sense of freedom to be able to do this from wherever they want, whenever they want. But if you've let losses erode your account, You simply won't have enough money to do it. And the simple test is, and there's often very simple tests in markets, and that is that you simply take your trading system, your ideas, your approach, the amount of capital you have, 
and you bank the returns from that for a year. And you then compare that to what you would make with your job. And if it more than exceeds your job, you're doing well. If you're coming in well under, then there's a few things that might be going wrong. You may actually be undercapitalized. And un unfortunately, every generation sees a group of shonks turn up who say, look, you can quit your day job. And with $10,000, you can day trade Bitcoin and make $150,000 a year. Yeah, you, you're probably better off nicking down the casino and sticking it all on red and getting the free drinks. It'll be shorter, less painful, and you get free drinks. And so we have to be mindful of the fact that to trade full-time requires a certain amount of capital, but it also requires that you hang on to that capital and you have some mechanism of working out how much is enough for you. And you need to prove to yourself that you can actually do it within the safety of having a backstop, having a job, something, something that just keeps you in the game whilst you're learning, whilst you're experiencing, whilst you're gathering knowledge about how markets work. Mm. In the 23 years that we've been running the mentor program, Chris, there have been so many people who have become full-time traders and they've done that successfully because they have pre-planned that event. They have totally looked in advance and said, okay, I want to finish my job on this date in the future. Let's work on a plan together so that we can focus on that and scaffold our way into finally leaving our jobs. Sometimes I see people take that knee-jerk reaction and just quit without successful planning. What would your advice be to them? See, there's that word, planning. Unfortunately, as humans, very little of what we do is planned. We are reflexive in the way we do things. And what we've noticed from our decades of doing this is that the people who succeed are those who sit down and they methodically treat it like a business. Unfortunately, because of the way markets work and our own psychology, we tend to treat trading as a hobby, as a game, when in actual fact what you're undertaking is a business. And you are the archetypal small business, but you have several advantages over other businesses. You don't have staff. You can work from anywhere. The hours you work are your own. If you have a restaurant, then it is a given that every evening from probably five till midnight, you will be open. That's just the way it is. Trading's different. Trading enables you to say, well, I wish to engage the market over a longer term time frame. Therefore, the hours I work will be from 9 to 11 on a Sunday when I do my analysis and for 15 minutes on a Monday morning or sometime during Monday when I place my orders if I need to. You actually define your own engagement. And those that do well are those that, who've sat back and they've gone, well, I wish to see the market this way and this is my business and this is the way I will plan my business. Those that have not gone so well are, are those who've just probably had a hissy fit on a Friday afternoon, told the boss to go jam the job, and they've gone, no problems, I'll be a full-time trader, I'll just trade currency intraday. Job done. Can't see the problem. Unfortunately, all their heads can actually see the problem. 
and that never works. It is about this notion that you must plan, but within that, you've actually got to bring people along, if you have a family, along with your journey. And so you have to bring them into the plan. You have to bring them into the journey because they're part of it. You can't suddenly... So true. Yeah, I think needing that extra reliance of support of your family is so important. That's another question I think traders should ask themselves before they go full-time. Do I have the support of my family? And if they're not supportive, then are there ways that you can soothe them and ease their nerves about this entire trading journey? One of the most significant things that we counsel people to do if they don't have the support of their spouse is to set some careful boundaries around losses in the market. So I can think of one full-time trader, the spouse was not on board at all with that person leaving their job. The spouse felt quite threatened. And that full-time trader said, look, if I ever lose more than 25% of our money, then I will stop opening new trades and I will consult a higher authority. And that higher authority was you and me, Chris, of course. Mm. But that is where I feel ongoing continuous professional development is so important. Having somebody that you can rely on over the years to provide insight and to be in your corner. We can't always suggest that everybody who has a supportive spouse will make it. And we certainly don't say that every trader who is a brilliant trader has a supportive spouse. And if you're trading single, hey, good for you. You probably don't need to worry about that part of it. Mm. But it's important to explain your goals and dreams to the people around you. Include them in the picture and make sure that they are a part of this as much as they can be. So I think sometimes people think of the markets as being adversarial. And with this, we do want to encourage and be inclusive with our goals and our hopes for the future, don't you think, Chris? Oh, very much so. It is that thing of, and and you mentioned it, it is our money. And and unless people are cognizant of that and aware of that as a simple fact of life, then you have this source of friction, source of tension. And you can't possibly run a new business or a new venture when there's tension between you and your partner. It just won't work. Mm. Look, I love where we're coming to with this because we are, in summary, talking about the importance of pre-planning focusing on our goals and objectives, working out whether this is actually where we want to go as traders because many traders just trade on the side. They make money alongside their usual role and that's fantastic too. So working out whether being a full-time trader is actually on your horizon and also making sure that you have the support of your family and mentors to continue guiding you, trading the right markets, trading the right timeframes and that maintenance aspect of looking at your results and making sure you are optimizing them as you go along throughout the years. We're talking about a journey here. It's not just something that you can snap your fingers and create. And that's where having the support of people like us in the mentor program can really help. 
Now, I'd like to introduce you to a member of our mentor program, Andrew Woodward. Andrew and I recorded this video for an expo that we were both involved with. Now, Andrew is one of our full-time traders, and I really enjoyed watching him plan his escape from his usual role. Some of his insights are absolutely brilliant. So I think you're going to get a lot out of hearing Andrew's thoughts in this next section of the segment here, because we do talk about some of the changes that are occurring in the workforce right now and what could equip you to be ready to look at trading as an alternative to your usual career. I'm interested to hear your thoughts as well. As usual, please do contact us. We love creating these Talking Trading episodes and I know you're going to get a lot out of my interview with Andrew Woodward. Louise Bedford here. I'm the host of TalkingTrading.com.au, your weekly podcast designed to bring you greater trading profits. It is my absolute pleasure to interview Andrew Woodward today. Andrew is a member of my mentor program, which is a six month repeat for free course that I run each year in conjunction with my business partner, Chris Tate. We teach people every instrument to trade every time frame and so that they can invest using their own plan. Now, Andrew has just done so beautifully in the markets. He's become a personal friend of mine because often the people that we train become peers and friends. He runs investorsway.com.au and he is a full-time trader. And because in his heart, he feels that there's so much more to give, he trains people how to become investors as well. So welcome, Andrew. Thanks, Louise. Thanks for having me. I'm so pleased that we're going to talk about when you're ready to tell your boss to go and shove it because <laughs> isn't that an important topic Absolutely. i think there are so many things we need to know before we actually take that plunge so let's dive right in you've told me that the job markets are changing job security isn't what it used to be what do you think has changed andrew oh look i think there's a, a few major factors and i think automation is a big thing and that's resulted in uh, lots and lots of companies automating more and more of their functionality, which is replacing employees. So less and less employees are required. Um, I think the last two years that we've all been through around the whole world has also shown people that job security is not what it used to be either with you know, the fact that so many people were out of work so easily. And that's forced people to think about other options. And we've seen obviously a massive growth in the online business world and, and, and people just looking for other options about how that they can secure their financial future, how that they can use their time uh, so that they are active and generating an income. And so that, that whole change in the job market is predominantly for me is dr driven by that automation. And then I think that the last two years has just put so much fear into people about job security that they are looking for other options the great resignation as they call it and in yes. fact they say 70 percent of people currently right now are unhappy with where they're working and mm. that they are actively looking for a new position so mm. that is unprecedented in our lifetime Absolutely. and what are the things that you think people need to consider before they quit their job look I, i'm going to give you three things that i think are really crucial for 
preparing yourself for that magic day when you get to tell the boss to go and stick it. So the first one is that you can't be undercapitalized. It's really, really important that um, you're not putting yourself into a position where you need to be making a profit tomorrow in order to put food on the table next week. Yeah, you really want to have a good base of income flowing from your investments so that you're not in that position where you're living yeah, you know, hand to mouth or however they describe it. It's really making sure you've got a good base of money working for you so that you take that stress out of it because we all know the higher the stress, the worse our decision making. So that's the first one. The second one is, and this is one that I'm seeing so much at the moment, particularly in the crypto world, is people chase quick wins. And it's almost related to the first point about being undercapitalized. If you're undercapitalized, you chase the quick win because you need that money to pay the bills type of thing. So we really want to avoid the, the squeaky wheel and those, those markets where, let's face it, there's scammers out there. There's people out there who want to take advantage of you if you're in that pressured environment. So think long-term. And that doesn't necessarily mean about your investments in particular, but think long-term about what it is you're trying to do and what it is you're trying to achieve so that your decision-making is far more effective and far more about what's right, what's the right investment and what's right for you than just chasing that quick win. And look, everyone loves to be able to make 3000% you know, in five minutes, but it's very, very rare. And um, as much as I get probably a hundred, you know, WhatsApp messages or emails a day telling me I can do that in the crypto market, you know, thankfully I'm smart enough to know that that's not necessarily the case. So uh, I really do encourage people to avoid all that noise, as I like to call it. And then the third one, and this is something that I was extremely fortunate to learn from you and Chris, is you've got to have a system. And in fact, Tony Robbins describes a system as the secret. And, um, you know, having a system does the heavy lifting for you. So when it comes to growing your wealth and, and you know, investing, you, you want the decision-making to be based on a system, not just um, gut feel or what you heard in the, you know, on your way to the, uh, onto the shops or from a friend at a barbecue or whatever it is, you, you really want your decision-making to be systemized and systematic. And that's a, a key thing that I'm teaching people is a system to grow their wealth. And as I said, the system does the heavy lifting. It makes it a lot easier and a lot more um, efficient because again, you're not chasing quick wins. You're not, you're not making decisions off the back of you know, an envelope, you're actually following a proven system that does the heavy lifting for you. And it's based on selection criteria and all those type of key things, understanding market movements, market cycles, all those type of things are built into the system so that you're, you, by just applying the system, you're increasing your chances of not only above average returns, but of success. 
I love it. Do you know, the school is never out for the true professional. And the thing that I really value about what you're discussing is that you can't do this alone. You need a mentor. You need people in the game already to shortcut the process. A lot of the things that we've discussed right now, gosh, it would have shaved maybe 10 years off your retirement cycle, Andrew, yeah. because you decided to commit yourself to your own education. And now look at you. You're in a position where you can help others. I love it. Did yeah. you find it hard to leave your full-time role and to go out on your own? Well, I think you've just touched on a really important part of my journey, and that was that I made all the mistakes. And, you know, I did all the things that I teach people not to do now, which is part of what I, why I do what I do is because, you know, I've had some success. And so I want to share, I want to share that success with others so that they don't make the mistakes I made. But the turning point for me was when I, um, I came home. My kids were only young, very young, preschool you know, years. I came home from a long day at work and um, my wife, you know, we, we greeted each other, said hello to the kids. She, looked, she was looking after their dinner and I got the mail and it was just full of bills. And I was in the other room and I remember opening these bills one after the other and just watching the amounts just get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm thinking, I'm sitting there, I remember it clearly to this day, sitting in the room in this nice, comfortable lounge chair that felt like it was engulfing me because these numbers, I started to think, how, how the heck am I going to pay these bills? I have no idea how I'm going to pay these bills. And I actually got this almost like a cold sweat and shiver coming over me at the time that it happened. And I knew that was the day I had to do something different. I couldn't keep doing what I'd been doing. And it wasn't long after that moment that, um, you know, I, I did a, a host of courses that led me down the path of meeting you and doing your course. But um, it was a turning point that uh, made a massive difference to my life. And like you said, if I hadn't have made all the mistakes that I made, I probably would have got to where I am now a lot quicker but I think the lessons were important to learn. And like I said, I now have the opportunity to share what I've learned with others so that they don't have to make those mistakes and can continue to grow their wealth in an effective way. So they don't have that moment where they're fretting about how they're gonna pay the bills. Yeah, I love it. I do think that there is so much abundance and probably the opportunities have never been greater. But because of that, we need people to put those blinkers on and to find the opportunities that are going to suit them best. So it has definitely been a wonderful thing to watch your journey, to see you stretch and expand and spread your wings, even with the errors that you've made. I mean, really, if you're not making mistakes, it's you're not growing, you're not That's stretching. So yeah, yeah. I do commend you for your bravery and for your guts to be able to stick out that grind. Yeah. Now, Andrew, other than coming to visit me at talkingtrading.com.au, my podcast, <laughs> what else would you suggest people do as their next step? Well, I, I think in, you've touched on it again, like investing in yourself is crucial. And I'm sure everybody that listens to, to this interview will understand the concept of investing in themselves because uh, like you touched on, this is so hard. We're not taught this stuff at school and yet it's the most important thing we need to know is how to manage our money and grow our wealth. And without that foundation, then you know, we tend to make those mistakes. And so getting support from somebody else is crucial. 
And so, you know, I created the investor's way to do that, to teach others how to do uh, what you need to do to be successful. So, I love it. Look, Andrew, you are a wealth of knowledge. To see somebody actually go through that journey is so valuable so that somebody can follow in your footsteps. Just divine. It's been wonderful having you as a part of my mentor program and having a small role to play in your ultimate success. So thanks for being on the show and it's wonderful to see you here and I wish you the best of luck in the future. Not that you need it because I know we're going to stay in touch and I'm going to be following along your journey from now on as well. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Louise. Want to know the hottest sectors in the Aussie market? Now's your chance. Download my free Hot or Not special report from tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not. That website again tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not.